Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and today we're going to talk about the one thing that interviewers at top companies look for when it comes to deciding on a candidate. Now, the thing about interviews is that when you're at that point in the hiring process, the playing field is fairly level. See, the recruiters, the hiring team, they've gone through all the resumes. And typically what they've done is they've rejected or they've removed the people who are not very qualified from the process. So the people who are coming into these interviews, who are showing up on these phone screens, who are coming into the office to meet the team, they all have fairly similar qualifications. So how does the hiring team set people apart? Well, one of the things they look for, and I would say the thing that they prioritize the most is specificity. So what I mean by that is candidates who show up and they give answers that are relevant to the team's needs, that are relevant to the team's goals, that show that they've done their research and they understand exactly what's required of the person who's going to be hired for this role, and they provide evidence as to why they are the person to execute on those things. But Here's the thing. Most candidates, most people who are interviewing for these roles don't do that. Instead, what they do is provide these general answers that really only focus on themselves and their background. So there's two issues here, right? The first is the general nature of the answer. So when I was interviewing candidates at Microsoft, I actually had a specific litmus test. So what I would do is I would listen to the person's answer, and then I would swap one of our competitors in for Microsoft. So let's say Google or Amazon. And if their answer still worked, it wasn't a good enough answer. It wasn't specific enough. And this is something that I heard all the time, right? I'd ask somebody, you know, well, why do you want to work here? And they might say something like, well, I've been following Microsoft for such a long time. And I think what Microsoft is doing in this space is so innovative. And I think that, you know, Satya Nadella has created this amazing culture of, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I really want to be a part of a team that is as innovative and as forward thinking and as progressive as Microsoft. So that's why I want to work here. And the problem is you could swap out Amazon or or Google for Microsoft, and you could swap out Jeff Bezos for Satya Nadella in that answer, and the answer would still make sense. So it wasn't specific enough. Whereas the people who came in and they said, well, in preparation for this interview, I listened to the keynote with, in this case, you know, Rick, who is the VP of Microsoft Ads. And he said specifically that this year, you know, Microsoft Ads is looking to focus on trust, specifically in the segments around news and information. So in my background, in my last job, I specifically worked with the clients who would most likely be considered, you know, high quality verified accounts on Microsoft ads. And here's what I can tell you, blah, 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 blah. And then at the end, maybe they wrap it up with something like, I see this opportunity at Microsoft as a way to take my background and my skills and expand them into a larger scope of clients that is going to help me grow, but also help Microsoft ads grow into this new initiative that I learned about from listening to that keynote with Rick. So that answer is very, very different than the initial example I gave, right? There's no way that you could swap out a different company there because that answer was so specific and it was so relevant. And it also showed me that the person did their research. 
So that's the first piece. We want to get specific. And if you want to understand whether you're specific enough, you need to just swap out a competitor for your targeted company's name for the company that you're interviewing at and see if your answer still works. If it does, it is not specific enough. Then the second thing you need to do is you need to focus on them. You need to make your answer about them. So this comes back to doing your research and understanding exactly what's happening there, right? I wouldn't have been able to call out that keynote if I hadn't watched it. I wouldn't have been able to call out that initiative if I hadn't learned about it from doing that research. So you need to do your research on these companies and then you need to weave that research. You need to weave these specific examples into your answers. So in other words, what we're doing is we're making our answer about the other person, right? The interviewer, the hiring team, the person sitting across from us because at the end of the day, what they care about isn't what I've done in in my past. Instead, what they care about is what I can do for them in the future. And so what I need to do is show them that I understand where they're looking to go in the future. I need to show them I understand their goals. I understand their challenges. And and I have ideas for how to help them overcome those challenges and reach those goals. And then, yes, my background provides supporting evidence for why I am that candidate. So those are the two things you need to focus on. And those really both fall under the umbrella of specificity. So if you want to make this happen, there's essentially a three-step process here. First, you need to research the heck out of the company and the hiring team. And we've talked about how to do this on previous episodes of the podcast, but essentially what you're aiming for here is if they're a public company, you want to listen to earnings calls, you want to get out there and read you know, their financial statements, you want to read articles about them, definitely go look them up on financial websites where there are analysts talking about the trajectory of the company based on the stock price and stuff like that. Those tend to have a lot of valuable information. But then on top of that, we want to read other articles about the company. We want to dive in and use the product if we can. We want to talk to people who are using the product or who are using a competitor We want to watch interviews with executives and different people who are going to be having an impact on the vertical that we are going to be focused on when we get hired for this role. And then what we want to do is take a step back and take all of that information and say, okay, where's this company at right now? Where are they looking to go over the next six to 12 months? What challenges are they going to face during that time? What initiatives are they driving during that time? What goals do they have during that time? Then second, what you're going to do is draft up answers to common interview questions, and you're going to use specific examples from your research in those answers. So you're going to take the things that you learned and you're going to weave them into specific answers. So when somebody asks you, you know, tell me about a time you overcame a challenge in a previous role, you can say, well, I understand that the person who's going to be hired for this role is facing the challenge of blank, where blank is the thing that you learned from your research, the challenge that you learned from your research. And then you can say, I've overcome a similar challenge in my previous role. Let me tell you about that. So right off the bat, you're showing them that you've done your research. You're showing them that you know exactly what you're expected to do if you get hired. And then you're using your past experience as supporting evidence for why you're capable of doing that, right? And then third and finally, once you've come up with all of those drafted answers, I want you to go through each of them and I want you to run that litmus test. Ask yourself, does this answer make sense if I swap in a competitor? And if the answer does make sense with a competitor in there, you need to be more specific. If it only makes sense with your target company, you're in great shape to crush this interview. So that's it for today. But if you want to level up your interview preparation, if you want more detail on everything that I talked about in this episode, I'm linking my interview prep guide right below in the show notes here. It walks through all the ways to research these companies. It walks through example answers and everything you need to take everything we talked about in this episode and apply it to your next interview so you can crush it. You can get deep into those rounds and you can finally win the job offer. Outside of that, thank you as always for listening and we'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.